Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. Brought to you by Barstool News Network. It yeah. is what, Tuesday, it? Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. Really hope the Tigers won. Uh, that's the LSU Tigers. Yeah, uh, my alma mater. I uh, bet you the Tigers won. You bet the Tigers won? That's <laughs> a real dad joke. Real dad joke. It's, it's, it's when, uh, like, uh, when a dad drops a kid off at a sleepover and he's like, I'll see you next year on New Year's Eve. Mm. You know, that kind of dad check. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but the Tigers won. That's a good one. But really, I hope the fucking Tigers won. But we don't know, because we're taping this during the national championship game right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're big sports fans. We're taping it at the very, very beginning of the game yes. quarter. We're going to watch. We're going to catch up way before halftime. So no spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. Uh, Mark's up, and then uh, Wes, then me. we got a lot of news to come at you. And let's do it. Let's get it at us. Let's do it. All right, look, I think we've talked a lot about the Iran-U.S. current, I should say, U.S.-Iran current saga that really jumped off after the U.S. drone strike in Iraq's uh, Baghdad airport that killed Qasem Soleimani and uh, a couple other people. But I'm going to still lead off with an update on this, one, because it was a slow news day, and two, because it's still huge news, right? Huge news. Have to, have huge to. news. You got to cover it. Have to, but it'll be shorter. All right. Also, thank you to the few people that DM'd us uh, and my close friend, our close friend, who is an Iranian-American and really cool guy, right, buddy? Oh, he's such a cool mm. buddy, guy. Um, <laughs> Come he, on over here, man. You never like to party with me anymore. <laughs> Anyways, long story <laughs> short, uh, turns out I'm an idiot, and Pat was correct when he said that there are a ton of Iranian Canadians uh, and that there is no direct flight from Canada to Iran. That was a cheap flight they were all on, potentially visiting uh, Iranian family over, over the holidays, and that's why there were so many Canadians on the plane because they were uh, Iranian Canadians. By the way, Iranian Canadians, yeah. great band. No name. direct flight. Great band name. It is rolls yeah. off the tongue. The it rain was, falls it was mainly on the plane. Better before this week. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yes, it's a pretty good uh, name. But what's the update? Well, not much except uh, there is one. The U.S. is starting to pivot on the reason for why they executed the drone attack to begin with. Okay. So I was kind of hesitant on this. Like, are they going to release? You know. Right. The big news. The, the, the big like, news yesterday was uh, uh, what was the motivation for the Trump administration to kill Soleimani? Right. That's what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. That was what the big was news. The Everyone was like curious. Well, yeah. From the beginning, the, the 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 statement was Soleimani, terrorist, bad guy. He orchestrated the um, plan for the Iraq, the U.S. embassy in Iraq for the protesters in quotes, but they were actually not protesters. Right. They were people working for Soleimani to go fuck with and burn. And, and fuck with the U.S. Embassy in Iraq. But it just seemed a little bit too convenient And then the they said, hey, the Pentagon and everyone that's in the know in the military knows that Soleimani's been a dick for forever. He's killed hundreds of Americans. All that information's out there. But that also, not only the embassy attack, but he was planning imminent attacks on the U.S. Right. Pivoting now. Okay. Pivoting now. I was Because they were like, release the information, the imminent attacks. I think they're now kind of like, okay, 
They're going to keep asking for this. So let's pivot a little bit. So Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Attorney General William Barr said on Monday that the killing of Qasem Soleimani was part of a larger strategy of deterrence, uh, not necessarily related to imminent attacks. Yeah. Uh, Barr came out and said, I believe there was intelligence of imminent, imminent attack, but I do believe the concept of imminence is something of a red herring for the attack. And right, but he it, said, it also is the thing that justifies a president to use military well, force, no, he right? Continued, no? He continued. Huh. He said, I think when you're dealing with a situation where you already have attacks underway, you know there is a campaign that involves repeated attacks on American targets. I don't think there's a requirement, frankly, for, you know, knowing the exact time and place of the next attack, and that certainly was the position of the Obama administration when it droned leader of uh, terrorist organizations sure. like Osama bin Laden. So they're pivoting to say, hey, and I think it, some, also some information came out that we've been trying to kill him for seven months. Better safe than sorry. Right. The, now it's like, okay, fine. We didn't have imminent information, but this guy's been a bad guy for a very long time, yeah. and we had an opportunity to kill him. The so shoe fits. So it looks like, fair enough, seems like both sides have stopped pumping their chest a bit and are going with a little bit of honesty, which I like. Like, uh, yeah, we shot down the plane, and we were terribly sorry. And yeah, we killed Soleimani because he was a major terrorist target, not because he was planning something tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah. I guess everyone kind of slept on it a few nights and things have calmed down a little bit. I'm just excited if the seven months thing's true, because the concern whenever whenever there's a military engagement, you're concerned, like, is the leader doing this to distract from well, other shit? Like that was my, impeachment. Right? My, my, my only thing still could be, but USA, USA, USA all day. But my only thing was like, did they really like if, if you're going to kill someone like Osama bin Laden, of course, like kill him immediately. He, we've been talking about it for five, 10, 15 years. Um but no one had really, in my knowledge, doing the news the past couple of years, like mentioned Soleimani as a target. Yeah. So that was like a little concerning to me. But if we've been planning on doing this for a while and he's a terrorist, then then well, that's good on us. That's also part yeah. of the strategy is not telling people. Right. No, that's fine. Do it. I'm fine with it. But that's that's the update. Unless so. you're Geraldo Rivera. Let's get to predict it real quick because we got a huge night tonight, guys. It is the uh, Democratic debate tonight uh, in uh, straight out of Iowa. Woo! Uh, and we're gonna get do a, pumped. We're gonna do a long... almost bigger than the national championship game. It's way bigger. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're relegated to doing the Couple news, not the nights. sports, and it's this huge for us, yeah. baby. Uh, but yeah, so the, the the debate's happening tonight. We are doing a uh, a live debate commercial watch party show, so we'll do a thirty minute preview as we always do. It'll be live on Periscope, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll be giving commentary during the commercial breaks. Then we'll do a breakdown show to start thirty minutes before the debates, uh, which uh, I believe is uh, what it's the best live stream possible. It's the best live stream it, possible. It's like it's like uh, seven thirty Eastern. But here's the deal: so eight thirty Eastern. You so. know our sponsor, Predict It, PredictIt.org yeah. slash promo slash Hard Factor Twenty to get a free twenty bucks. You might want to do that this morning because we have some prop bets up for the debates, and those are who will have the most speaking time, who will have the least speaking time, how many uh, candidates will say millionaire or billionaire, and it's. Uh, uh, zero to six. Zero is cheap right now at two cents. Uh, two to five seems like it'll be the most likely amount of mentions with uh, four being the favorite at 34 cents. That's the one last time I think I had. I won all of my money back on four mentions. Yeah, of I hit big on that. I got to be straight on. If you play the mention markets, especially the mostly speaking time and the mention markets, it's fucking electric. Yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it, it's better than live betting. Oh, my sports. God. It's, it's like it's a heart attack. Yeah, the, it's awesome. the debate becomes almost like watching porn. Yeah. yeah. Well, Almost. Almost. It's like constant hey. goal lines. Porn's got a special what place else in my we got? What Anyway, else Okay, we... well, how many candidates will say impeachment? Zero to six. Uh, zero, again, best odds at seven cents. Six is the front runner at 29 cents a share. Uh, Which is, yeah, zero is the best odds at seven cents, but this is the first debate since the impeachment. Right. Mm. There's a... Zero percent chance that impeach, people are saying impeachment, impeachment, impeach. It's any any version of the word impeach. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. So it's that's... impeachment, impeached, impeachment, impeaches, 
they like they put they covered all of it. There, there's a there's no way that it's zero. Yeah, right. I'd say maybe even all of them is the best. Well, that's the best odds. Right? And then the third, that's the highest. That's right. the highest amount of share. Yeah. Like twenty nine cents share. Third mention market is how many people will say Soleimani? Uh, zero to six. This one's pretty evenly spread out. Uh, this inter- is tough. Interesting as well. There will be a bump market, uh, which which will uh, hit today. Hit today. So essentially, like who wins the debate? Who right after the debate? the debate, you'll know which is new, which is very cool. Yeah, exactly. Unlike last time, it was like a week later when you found out like who got the biggest bump in the in the polls, but it's a week later. This is hitting on Wednesday, and it's going to be oh, very nice. much correlated to the debate so oh, God, who has the best debate will be important those come out today. Re- i already have six hundred dollars in this i have steyer huge on least speaking time and i hedged with klobuchar and i have um uh sanders at most speaking time and i have i think what did i buy um i think i bought impeachment uh no for zero at 92 cents because it's only seven cents a share but Impeachment no is, is a guaranteed zero. Right. A no Co- yeah. couple other pieces of news. Cory Booker out of the race. Cory Booker mm-hmm. out of the race, dropped out. Out of the election. Total bummer. Uh, so pretty much in terms of who qualified and will be on the stage tonight, it's Biden, Buttigieg, Klobuchar, Sanders, Steyer, yeah. and Liz Warren. Uh, our boy uh, our boy Yang Gang will not be there. Uh, but anyway, take a look, guys. Watch us, watch us tonight. What's that URL? Oh, it's predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Boom. Get it. All right, guys, in uh, what is perhaps the most desperate online dating personal ad ever, uh, billionaire Yusaku Mazawa, not saying that right, but I don't care, oh, has, so let, close. has let the world know that he is looking for that special girl to die with when he takes the first person, when he becomes the first person to take uh, part in space tourism with a trip around the moon via Elon Musk's exploding rocket company, SpaceX. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> when you said this to me earlier, I thought you were saying this guy was looking for a partner to Mars. You just talk about a partner around the moon? Around the moon. This it's not, a, not certain death. This is a yeah. big you red flag. So? You think? A billionaire needs to put out a personal ad. Yeah. Well, it's hard to meet people when you're when you're at the top of your game. Are you kidding me? Uh, I mean, no. you could meet skanks. They're skanks. We the, know that this lady's going to die before they even launch. We're talking about <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's getting murdered. Try to find launch. skanks that are into astronomy. It's hard. Well, he, and I promise I won't murder you. Well, he well. recently uh, broke up with his girlfriend. <laughs> Who's the oxygen? Something's wrong with their spacesuit. <laughs> so many excuses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Mazawa uh, recently broke up with his girlfriend, probably because he was trying to convince her to go to the moon. Probably because he killed on, her. Uh, yeah, one of Elon's rockets, and is now in Allegedly. search. For the woman he plans uh, to, to die with. Taking to Twitter, the fashion mogul posted a picture of himself looking at the moon with the caption, come to the moon with me. And I might add, it's not the best picture of him. So come to the moon with this rich five and potentially die. And um, <laughs> he's not giving the ladies a lot of time to mull over uh, the possibility. With You the mean ap- the moon to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The application deadline is January 17th. So if you're listening out there, ladies, act now if you want to. You know, get on this rocket with this is, dude. Is he putting this out there like like a date? Because because sex is going to be expected. Well, well, good news, Wes. Yeah, I mean, uh, international a, travel sex. A billionaire is Japanese guy is not going to be a stickler on his time frame. I'm sure he's going right. to be real into someone that comes in late. Right, right. Well, he's going to make his his um yeah. his his final pick by March. Um, so lots of time to blow through all these girls and test them out. Um, applicants were asked to submit their. I don't like height. the way you said that. Wes. Sorry. Sorry, that was disrespectful, but it's true. Applicants were asked to submit their height, job, a special skill, and extra selling points. Also, what they think of Mazawa and photo of themselves. And I think we all know what he wants to hear and see there. Special skill gives great blowjob even when very, very nervous. Um, this guy <laughs> yeah. this guy is just off his rocker. Same guy who gave away $9 million bucks to 1,000 of his Twitter followers in New Year's. Same guy who was going to make a documentary called Full Moon Lovers with the lucky woman he picks. Uh, the film will cr- uh, uh, chronicle their last years alive on 
on Earth and then with the horrific explosion on national TV. Um, just what's, guessing. what's the thing you can spend like a hundred hours to and, and go and do like the gravity anti gravity test, the famous the popular chain. Like sky, like the well, they have, the, thing? They have yeah. the planes that you can go. Yeah, no, into. no, like the silo that you go into. Like, there's like, I don't know. That, does those. that really exist? Oh, sky. fuck yeah! I, like I sky. The, oh, the, the, the winner oh, of this I is fly, yeah. the winner of this is going to be a girl giving uh, sucking on a banana in an <laughs> iFly. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's literally it. Just go to the iFly <laughs> and then invertedly suck on a banana. Yeah, yeah. So. Right. This this know, trip man. is supposed to take place in 2023. Well, uh, you know, I mean, these are like the people that that, that have sh- signed up to go to to Mars for the for NASA. That's they're, a hell of a they're commitment. Gonna, they're going to drop out because you're saying 2023. You got three years that you're committing, and you know that you can't. If you date anyone between then and 2023, they're going to be like, "Well, you're going to bang that guy on the spaceship." Yeah. They're going to be like, "Thanks for all the clothes. Uh, I'm not going to go to the moon with you." Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I got in some serious hot water for asking someone to prom, and then never mind. <laughs> All right, guys, you're, you're right. As the you're Har- right. as the Harvey Weinstein rape <laughs> trial uh, closes in, uh, juror selections are taking place uh, this week. Uh, a very interesting potential juror is being considered, and that is supermodel Gigi Hadid, who was seen leaving a Manhattan courtroom yesterday. She's one of a pool of a hundred and twenty jurors initially called. Yeah, um, she has no chance of being on the jury. You think? No. Well. Here's what's Absolutely. interesting. So during this election process, it Hadid seems too close to seems too close to knowing exactly he's a conflict rapist. of interest. Well, there is a conflict of interest because Hadid said that in fact she'd met Weinstein before. You know, shit. Yeah, which led the judge to it's ask a small her, world when you're super hot and live near Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, and he and he, he's got small a small hotel room. Yeah, homing <laughs> beacon for super hot <laughs> chicks. Uh, anyway, so he, the judge went on to ask her if that after she you know admitted she knows Weinstein if she could in fact be fair and impartial. To which she replied yes, and then. After uh, a list of potential witnesses was read, Judge Burke asked the jury pool if they knew anyone on the list, and Hadid raised her hand and said, yeah, I've met Selma Hayek, which was undoubtedly met with a collective eye roll from everyone else in the fucking room. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, Gigi. We're sure you have. They're like, how many of you jurors have been assaulted by Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> Half the room raises their hand. Yeah, it's hard to find yeah. impartials with that sex yeah. monster out there. Anyway, the group of 120 potential jurors was whittled down to 35 that were asked to fill out a jury questionnaire and return to court on Thursday. And Hadid who both knows at the accused and at least one of the potential witnesses yeah. somehow made the cut. Who yeah. who would have guessed it? Wow. You guys see what's going on here? That's a horrible, horrible defense attorney. You see what's going on here? He's trying to get it thrown out? Uh, no, I'm not a lawyer, but I, I think it's pretty clear that uh, when a supermodel is potentially on the jury, you keep her around as long as you can. Because uh, oh, she's nice. Is that one in the courtroom just like shaking uh, their heads? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> the jurors are stoked. The lawyers are stoked. Everyone's fucking stoked. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah. It's pretty obvious, I think, if you ask me. I mean, come on. She should have been fucking thrown out. I'm not a lawyer. Immediately. She, immediately. She, but shouldn't have, she shouldn't have been allowed She's got around. a half degree of separation from someone who was raped by Weinstein. Yeah. Yep. But she's sticking around. Let's take it to the internet real quick. Let's get her in the front row. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the Facts on Twitter says, I wasn't chosen as a juror once because the defendant owned a restaurant I ate at lunch. I ate at for lunch several times per week. Yeah, there's probably more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah, just the facts, probably more to it. No, but what I'm saying is this <laughs> yeah. guy got thrown out just because he eats at a restaurant. Yeah, no, I think there's more to it. Okay. He, that's what he's saying. Anyway, Hadid, Hadid, I bet she makes the fucking jerk. She's in the news, isn't she? She is. All right, guys. We don't talk about sports a lot, even though we love them, because there are plenty of other podcasts that cover sports, a la Pardon My Take. You have to, I mean, you're, you are. Great, great pod. You, mm-hmm. you have to listen to it. Yeah, got to listen to it. Starting nine. Mm-hmm. Surf and Turf, mm-hmm. Spitting Chicklets, all great pods, etc. These are great pods. 
especially part of my take. Shout out PFT. Uh, but when it's a big, big story, it makes its way on our show. And I guess guess what I've uncovered, guys? A big sports story. A big sports story. You're so you're sharp today, Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Texas, so even closer to home. You are right. Major League Baseball reviewed the Houston Astros for their stealing signs cheating scandal, and it was so bad that they just decided to suspend the Astros general manager Jeff Lunhow and manager A.J. Hinch for an entire season on Monday, uh, and they took away the Stroh's first and second round draft picks in 2020 and 2021. Oh, no, this you took like, away baseball draft picks? Yeah, I mean, well... <laughs> who gives a fucking Pat, shit? you know who won uh, first pick overall or first and second overall two years in a row? Who's that? The current champions, the Washington Nationals. You know who they drafted? Who's, who they Strasburg and Bryce Harper. I'm not saying they, nothing They dropped Harper, to- but I mean, like, you can literally change your franchise with two years of first round picks. Mm. Uh, the Astros have a lot of talent. They're a good team. But anyways, they're fucking manager and general manager got suspended for a year so a league investigation basically confirmed that the astros had been cheating by using a camera-based stealing sign system uh during the 2017 and 2018 regular season and i guess into like 2019 as well i love when pat speaks out of turn in sports and gets no I, but look, my point is everyone literally the team that you like that we just rooted for the washington Nationals, i'm not saying nothing happens they wouldn't have won the fucking championship i'm not saying nothing good happens in a baseball draft i'm saying of all the major sports the baseball draft is the least significant i don't know if i'd agree with that. okay okay uh i know like 40 guys that have been drafted to professional baseball you just like it's just like you pretty much have a pulse. I, there, you get there's drafted. a there's a there's a, ex, a extremely important position in baseball, like football, like, like nine hundred rounds. A pitcher, yeah, a shortstop, or a yeah, center fielder yeah. in the first. If you get the top three picks, it's such the, an impactful draft okay. that a lot of people that get drafted don't even play. Can we continue with the story? You're sorry, wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, so what happened next is the owner of the Astros, Jim Crane. You know what? He took it a step further and he's fucking fired. Lunho and Hinch, the general manager manager, because what are you going to do? Let's be honest. You're not going to like have an interim general manager and manager for a year and then be like, hey, come on back, cheaters. Yeah, got to fire him. Like this last year didn't matter at all. Mm. So he fucking fired him. But you fire him to. That was and an easy you, call. you thank them in well, private yeah. yes. for winning, for being winners. That's true. They were yes. winners. And he also went on to say, I don't think the 2017 championship is tainted. The World did, Series. Did, do do they, they know are... how the signs were communicated? So yeah, you... yeah. Let me, let, me, yeah. let me get into that. So that's bad. Uh, it's coming up. So that's bad news for the Strohs, clearly. But it's also potentially bad news for the Boston Red Sox. Mm, both Sox, my least favorite team. You guys know team. why? You why is that? See, you see the current Red Sox manager, Alex Cora, who led the Red Sox to a championship, World Series championship in 2018, a uh, year after the Strohs won, was the Strohs manager back then. Uh, back in the day, and he actually was specifically named as the main culprit for implementing the entire camera-based sign-stealing system. He left a pile of shit back there in Houston. He did. He left mm. before High it got hot. It for Boston. <laughs> I guess he left like right before it got hot, and then he went to Boston, won a championship, but he's implicated heavily uh, in the MLB report, and everyone knows that he was kind of uh, the players came to him with an idea, and he implemented it right away. New so City, the, same guy. So the plan was, let's cheat, and for those of you that don't know, like Pat asked, what they did is they set up a camera in center field. It pointed at center field, uh, and the camera relayed to the dugout. So the camera was in center field, and it looked at the catcher, right? So the mm-hmm. catcher's the guy so that does So it's pointing away from center field. It's pointing yeah, at, yeah, the, at in, home plate. At the catcher, mm-hmm. right? But like in center field, they right. set up. So now they can see the signs of the catcher. Once they decoded the signs, they knew it was a fastball or a curveball. It took a little while because every team has different signs, but they all have similar signs, and they're all you know at Major League Baseball, so they can figure it out. Once they figured out the pattern and got through a, a rotation, the second time and third time batters are up, they know what's coming. And what they decided to do was, once they knew what the pitch was, they hit 
uh, fucking trash can really loudly with like a bat or something else <laughs> from the dugout. Wow. Right, from right, right around like right around the dugout, like the guy like right there, just, they would smash. If it was a fastball, they didn't hit the trash can at all. So you know, so the whole team was in on it. Oh, absolutely. This is so fucked. The entire up. team was in on it. That's com- awesome. Completely for years. That's awesome. And like, how do you not? catch them for three years when they're banging a trash can <laughs> yeah. like you can there's videos you can hear them just like being like boom it's like a huge thud so like <laughs> they had different patterns for their thuds whether it was a curveball or like a, a, a like whatever the fucking other pitches are like yeah slurve ball screw ball slider off off speed pitches slider so any off speed pitch had at least one hit of the of the of the uh, trash can yeah. trash can morse code and not and the most common pitch is the fastball you didn't hit the trash can. This is so fucked up. It's so that's so that's such nasty. They cheating. might as well have screamed, "It's a curveball, Altuve!" Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that is hilarious that they left audio evidence. Like they they could have easily figured out a sign to sign to the batters right. from the third base. Coach could have been signing the batters. Yeah. Anything else? Sign that is a fastball. Idiot. They were Man. banging a trash can. All of them, huh? Everyone already kind of knows that, but if you didn't, it's still funny. And uh, the Red Sox look out because I think uh, Cora is going to get fired. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right, guys. He's a millionaire. He's fine. The queen has spoken, and it looks like she is going to grant Harry and Meghan a period of transition, allowing them to split their time between Canada and the UK, and actually seems to be quite understanding after calling the emergency I'm furious meeting at her estate, um, San Graham, whatever, in London, uh, following the meeting. That's an English word, bro. Okay, well, whatever. Sandringham. Sandringham. Okay, there you go. Sandringham. Sandringham. Mm -hmm. Um, Following the meeting, uh, the queen said the family would have preferred the couple to, quote, remain full-time working members of the royal family, no shit, but that they respect and understand the couple's wish to live more independent lives. Um, She said they have very constructive discussions on the future of her grandson and his family, and she's entirely supportive of Harry and Meghan's desire to create this new life. Um, as you know, they're the new young family. Um, yeah, she's super understanding. That's it. bullshit. Mm. That's fucking bullshit. As is tradition, leave, leave the royal as family. As is tradition. Yeah. I mean, if he was the only one, she wouldn't be as understanding. This is a fucking... Luckily, William's not doing the same shit. It's a chess game going on no, right I'm now. I'm telling you, no, I think that they know it's... I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was I, just saying... I, I think they know it's 2020, and I think the queen... Does the queen know it's 2020? Well, someone's telling the queen... She's whipping that I'm rover telling you, like Someone's telling the queen that he's going to get a divorce and he'll come crawling back. What's that? I think that everyone hates Meghan Markle and the royal family mm-hmm. to the point they're like, let him go over to Canada and he'll come back without her. Well, she waited till she had the kid to to do all this, which I thought was still a little, little well, strategic. Well, when you marry royalty, bro, you don't get out of that marriage before before the, the bond is solidified with children. Right. Everyone knows that shit. It's one on one. I saw a quote, Wes, that I'm curious about. It was something like from Harry where he said, like, I'm not going to stand by and be complacent and let the thing, the system that killed my mother Go at me. Well, yeah. So, it, like, what, what's the? What, is there any more coming out of the, uh, the basis of the motivation for the oh, leaving? Oh, the pops, paparazzi. No, the paparazzi. The the paparazzi no, I know what killed Princess yeah. Di. Yeah, yeah. But, but he, he's saying, like, you know, just this bullshit. He's saying this bullshit. Has he come out and be like, what specific bullshit he's talking about? Uh, the, the, I mean, I think the bullshit is pretty obvious. He doesn't want to live that yeah. same life. The yeah. bullshit is an angry wife. Yeah. I mean, but but I mean, don't you think that they're going to have even more uh, paparazzi following now? Because now yes. Canada's going to want to yes. know what the fuck they're doing. Yes. Now the UK is always going to want to know what they're doing in Canada. Yes, of now course. Now Canada's going to want to know what they're doing in UK. Yes, of it's- course. And by the way, Canada is fucking furious because one of the I forget because I'm an idiot. I forget, but like one of the main publications, not the Washington Post, and I'm not going to like 
like uh, liable myself, but mm-hmm. one of the main publications came out and said um, that Canada is like soaking wet, moist over the fact that they're coming. Oh, and yeah. They, and that they're like so because they're boring in Canada and they need this and they're going to paparazzi the shit out of them. And, and all the Canadians are like, fuck you. We didn't ask for this. We don't want this shit. <laughs> yeah. Canada, they're going to be independence from the UK in 1931. So, I mean, like, I think they've been pretty happy. Uh, be just being Canadians without the British. Fight. They don't I mean, want this shit. Get them off their money. No one wants this shit. Yeah. They're going to create a need for this shit in Canada. Trust me. Oh, it's- they will want it. Yeah. Um, so Megan is currently in Canada holding their son Archie hostage from the royal family. And it's not clear whether she called into the meeting as she was supposed to. It's a half-bred anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> the tabloids are also up in arms at the fact that the queen referred to them by their names and the Sussexes rather than how she previously uh, addressed them, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex leading uh, many to speculate that secretly and secretly hope that she will strip them of their royal titles, uh, though that's very unlikely, according to one guy who spends way too much time obsessing yeah, over to the Yeah, to clarify that, that's a little bit confusing. Essentially, the Queen said uh, Harry and Meghan in the press, and yes. not, not, not Duke, Duke, and, Duke Duchess, and Duchess yes. of Sussex, yeah. which is normal. Yeah. As that is tradition. Clear? Okay. Right. Um, all right. Uh, so I think that, yeah, as I said, I think they're actually going to be pestered more by the tabloids. Uh, I'm, I'm over it, though. I don't give a shit anymore. And the Queen's yeah. driving, man. She's, yeah. she's sharp still. Yeah, I don't think she was driving. She was definitely driving. What are you talking about? You think there was like a, a, a student driver a driver car? red car? There's two. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just been an American, you know, a car with the wheel on the right side. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, the Oscar nominations came out Monday morning, and they are pretty much exactly what you thought they would be, with uh, pretty much the same six movies being nominated across all categories, two of which uh, were exclusively made so old people could have a reason for date nights. So you're never going to see them. Same Oscars as always. Ford and Ferrari was excellent. Ford and Ferrari. I actually heard Ford and Ferrari was very good. I know. I heard. But Joker's leading the pack with 11, 11 nominations. Including so that's a few too many. Best Picture and that's Best Actor. That's a few too many. You think? I thought Joker was a kind of a perfect origin story. I fucking loved okay, it. Okay. 11 for Joker, though? It's a lot. That's it's a lot. about five too many. Listen yeah. to you. Perfect origin story. Yeah. I just thought it was fucking good. <laughs> you don't, even, you like, you don't even like comic books. I thought it was too long. I didn't think it was as amazing as everyone thinks it is. I thought it was 11 <laughs> nominations. <laughs> Is I it was a lot slow. Of I thought it was slow. That's like Lawrence of Arabia nom- nominations. Yeah. Like, that's like uh, Life is Beautiful amount of nominations. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, the Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Mexico in 1917, uh, we're bringing up uh, the, the second position with 10 noms apiece. Uh, Antonio Banderas got his first nomination ever for Pain and Glory, which if you hadn't heard of, because it's one of those movies that was made for parents to have date nights that I was talking about. You're never going to watch it. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, she got both her first and second Oscar nomination and became one of just a dozen actors who have received two nominations in acting categories in the same year. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Jojo Rabbit, which looks fucking great, uh, and then Best uh, Actress uh, nomination for A Marriage Story, which I haven't seen yet on Netflix. But, uh, oh, okay, I was going to say, it was a Netflix movie. Yeah, it's Netflix, okay. right. Okay. Yeah, um, but so was technically The Irishman. Even yeah, it is. Like, yeah, absolutely a Netflix movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and just so you guys know a little inside baseball, to be considered for an Academy Award, you have to play in a movie theater for at least a week. Uh, at least last time I had a film out, that's what it was. It might be two now, but like that. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> last He's talking time about Origins. I had a film yeah. out. Look at, look at oh, this. my God. Jesus yeah, a little inside Christ. baseball. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was that film? What'd you do for I that? I don't want to talk about What'd it. You, fluff a guy? <laughs> I fluffed right, a guy. Uh, it's a hard job. 
Uh, I got soft hands. Other noms in major categories. We got categories. Academy Award nominated Pat on the show. <laughs> I have an Emmy, nom- an Emmy nomination. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, best actor, Antonio, as I mentioned. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time. Adam Driver for A Marriage Story. Joaquin for The Joker. And right. Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. That's the other movie that you're never going to see because it was made for your parents. Uh, supporting actor, you got Tom Hanks. I'm going to watch The Two Popes. Are you? But I'm not going to watch the other two. Yeah. yeah. I well, might watch Ford The Banderas thing is, I'm gonna is watch Ford. foreign language. Ba- the Ford- the B- Banderas story when he uh, was like this, the evil scientist. Did you watch that one from a couple no, Oh, in your skin, I think it's called. It was good. Holy shit, that was good. I got to check it out. Yeah. Uh, supporting actor, you got Tom Hanks for the uh, Mr. Rogers deal. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for Two Popes. Al Pacino for The Irishman. Pesci for The Irishman. And Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Uh, lead actress, Cynthia Erivo in Harriet. Scar Joe for Marriage Story. Sher- uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for Judy. Nice. Uh, supporting actress, you got Kathy Bakes for Richard Jewell, which is awesome. Uh, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Scar Joe, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, this woman, Florence Pugh, which she's new. She's 24. It's her first nom for Little Women. And then Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Joe Pesci, by the way, best part of The Irishman. What do you think? I did. Man, I couldn't even fucking get through it, honestly. I didn't think De Niro did that great a job, and Pacino's character as Hoffa is just kind of off the wall, but I thought Pesci was gangbusters after taking, what, like a decade or more off? Long time off. Yeah. Spent spend time with his family. Did the guy from Richard Jewell get nominated? He did not get nominated, oh. unfortunately. But he was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, best picture was Ford v. Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and Parasite, which everyone is saying the, is the best movie of the year, the South Korean film. I love Korean movies. Um, They're fucked up. Yes. The ones I usually watch are, yeah. This one, yeah, this one is too, I think. Sounds but, um, like it. I, I love, 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 love Korean movies. Let's get into the snubs, guys. Right. So a lot of people are saying that uh, De Niro got snubbed. Big snub, though, guys, is Sandler for Uncut Gems, which... Uh, he was campaigning hard. He was campaigning hard. And I got a little, I got a soft spot in my heart for Uncut Gems. Our boy Trinidad James was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, great, T- great TJ film. TJ was in the movie. And uh, our boy PFT interviewed him with, yep. with Big Cat. Like, it was, it, Barstool was all up on it. Fuck, fuck that shit. He should have got nominated. So Sandler came out on Twitter and said, uh, bad news, Sandman gets no love from the Academy. Good news, Sandman can stop wearing suits. Congrats to all my friends who got nominated, especially Mama, referring Which to is, Kathy Bates, yeah. baby. Nice. Mrs. Boucher. Mama uh, Boucher. Kathy Bates came in and said, I love you, Bobby Boucher. Uh, you was robbed, but Mama loves you. Uh, I learned a new urban slang word for you. You the goat. Uh, not the one we eat at home, son. It's a little bit, doing a little bit of her own writing there. Wow, huh? They really went into it. Yeah, yeah it was, that was fun. That was a fun little Twitter interaction. Uh, J-Lo. Got snubbed for Hustlers. I fucking hated that movie. I think Jayla was terrible in it. I think she's completely unlikable. Well, I hate you right now. And then Eddie Murphy, people are saying, <laughs> got snubbed for My Name is, or Dolomite is My Name, which I also thought sucked. Uh, I didn't watch that one yet. They got nominated for Golden Globes. People are like, eh. heard it's awesome. It's okay, man. It's just okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's Eddie Murphy's like big coming out, so they made a big deal about it, I guess. I haven't seen it. I'm so. just excited for his stand-up to come back through, and that's yes. going to do it for Hard Factor. Uh, hope the Tigers won, as I'm sure they did, Mark. The, the LSU Tigers. Yes. Uh, <laughs> tune in tonight, guys. We're doing a live debate watch party, commercial watch party. We'll be doing a pre-show, kicking off 30 minutes before the debate, and then a post-show. Get on Predict It for real. It is fucking electrifying. We'll be uh, tweeting our picks throughout the day and uh, talking about them on the show, having a great oh follow at hard factor news at barstool news and at hard factor mark at hard factor wes at hard factor pat and at hard factor will he's gonna need some follows because he's probably hung over somewhere with no voice have a great fucking day lonely out in space on such a 